Welcome to the Healing Grove Podcast. I'm Dr. Kristen Ryman, an integrative holistic family physician, author of Life After Lyme, and host in this virtual space of learning, healing, and growing. I believe humans are like trees, and our physical limb is only one of many. Health on all limbs of the tree, emotional, conceptual, social, spiritual, is absolutely required for the whole tree that is you to be vibrantly well. I created the Healing Grove podcast as a place to showcase some of the world's best integrative and holistic medicine, to expose you to transformative tools and mindset shifts for all limbs of your tree. I hope you enjoy our conversation in the Healing Grove today as much as I enjoyed having it. Welcome everyone to the very first episode of the new Healing Grove podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Ryman, and this is my dear friend, Nicole DeBoom, who I invited to introduce me and the Healing Grove podcast because I figured she's the best interview I know. And there might be a lot of you out there who have no idea on earth who I must be. So hi, Nicole. Thanks for being here. Yay! I'm so excited, Kristen. I mean, it's about time you finally got all these incredible stories out into the universe so more people can listen, learn, and make their lives better. So thank you, and thank you for inviting me to be the special person who gets to come on and interview you. Well, it's it actually seemed super appropriate as I was thinking back. You're the very first person who ever interviewed me on your podcast. Do you Wait. remember that? Yes. That was your rookie interview? That was my rookie interview. Wow. Yeah. Well, you've come a long way, sister. You have since uh, created an entire business, a community, and you've actually been through a whole bunch of stuff. And you know, I was thinking about this because, yeah, it, the Healing Grove podcast, that's all great. And it's going to be great. And all these uh, incredible conversations are going to help people. But before we get there, I'm sure all of our curious listeners really want to know who's behind this a wonderful new gift into the world that's come into the world. So, Kristen, let's start with hearing your story. Well, Nicole, so I'm a family doctor. I'm an integrative and holistic physician, board certified in both integrative medicine and family medicine. But my journey and to this place right now where I'm launching a podcast is one of kind of my own personal near-death experience with, with chronic Lyme disease. So that really took me off the path professionally and put me on, I think, a better path which is one where I get to hang out in cozy slippers in a cozy office with my patients and hear their stories and, um, you know, bring these sort of stories to other people who might be at benefit from some of the teachers that helped me along my path. And, and so that's it. That's your story. I mean, how long of a story <laughs> do we have time for? You know, it's a much longer story. So the other important thing well, wait. Wait, you yeah, popped out some children along the way. You're kind of like a, you're a multidimensional woman for sure. You've got a family, you've got kids, you've got your own health that you've had to struggle with and, and figure out how to heal yourself along the way before you could really dive into healing others. So let's, let's dig into a couple more parts of that. Equation. Okay. Where, where do you want to start? Do you love this? <laughs> Do you love that this is your intro? I love it so much. It's very because appropriate. It's, it's I mean, perfectly here's what, imperfect. Here's what happened when I um, decided to open my own solo practice out of my living room. Are you ready? 
So I had some wacky pictures on the wall and I was thinking about putting up some certificates and degrees. But the thing that I really wanted up there was like all American water polo (laughs) from high school. And, you know, the fact that like I ate the 24 scoop Sunday at like Foster's Freeze or whatever when I was 17. And people were like, um, I had this good friend, Rita, who saw that and she sort of was like, what about your like, you know, well, your Yale diploma or your Stanford medical school diploma, like, what about those? And I was like, yeah, I don't really need to do that. Like, I really <laughs> think about this water polo one. I mean, I love the colors. She's like, oh, I see. Are you sort of somehow trying to avoid seeming legitimate? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't work on that with my therapist. But the bottom line is like, yeah, I there's a lot more to my story. And the kids are an important piece of it. I feel like being a mom is really an important piece of it. You know, you're a mom, you know that like that shit changes you forever and ever in the best of possible ways and in the most painful ways. So yeah, my story definitely involves that. Um, I feel like I've, I'm always sort of trying new things and adding new things. My poor husband, every two years, he's like, wait, now you're an acupuncturist. Wait, how are you going to fit that into your medical practice? Wait, now you're a Lyme doctor. Like, can we just slow down and do one or two things? Well, and I'm like, sorry, got to keep learning. Nope. So (laughs) yeah, the answer, nope. But um, yeah, I feel like it's been, it's been an exciting roller coaster for me, which, you know, the roller coaster of my life. And I'm really happy that I get to play in the way I do right now with my patients and my family and my friends like you. So yeah, I'm pretty psyched about it all. You know, I also want to share with all of your listeners, and there are thousands and will be tens and hundreds of thousands down the road, that when I met you, I was a freshman at Yale. And we got to school like two weeks before the regular students, the non-athletes, because we got, you know, a chance to like hang out with the team and, uh, you know, maybe do a little bit of training and a lot of socializing with the swim team. And I met you and I have never met someone like you before. And I've never met someone like you since. And it's really hard to explain. It's more something you feel. And I mean, I guess I've thought about this and the best way I can describe it is that I've never felt so comfortable around someone as I have with you. And what that does, it's not just about the vibes you put off, but it's how the fact that you help people feel comfortable with themselves when they're with you. Maybe it's this like underlying lack of judgment. Like you just, when I met you, I was like, I can be whoever I am. I can do whatever I do. And this person is going to have her arms open and her heart open to me. I just felt that from the very beginning. And it hasn't changed after all these years. <laughs> that makes me cry. That's so beautiful. Well, you know, I've I've done a lot of um, soul searching and maybe, maybe not so much searching, but like naming, like trying to understand who I am in the last several years as I've, you know, left my hospital job and, you know, got myself, pulled myself up out of this hole with Lyme and really worked to kind of cultivate the behaviors and lifestyle that would support ongoing healing. And um, there's been a lot of, a lot of like kind of self-awareness and growth for me. And one of the things that I've realized is that 
that's kind of what I'm here to do, Nicole. That's really kind of what I'm here to do. And I, I, I like to say that I'm, you know, my mission is to heal the world and, you know, I'm slowly learning over time. That's kind of not a one woman job, even though I, everything in me keeps trying to pretend it is. And I keep getting feedback from the universe that like, no, now you're going to lose your health. <laughs> nope. Now you're going to lose your voice. Nope. You got to figure this one out, sister. So I'm getting that. I'm getting that right. I'm getting that slowly, but surely. But um, the piece that's been consistent for me the whole way is that this is what I'm really good at is, is loving people where they're at. Yes, you are. So it feels really and, good to have that reflected back. Well, and my, my question earlier when I was like, wait, that's not your whole story. Like your story is so much more than that. And I started naming things off. And I think it's a little unfair because those are all things that we use to sort of identify ourselves. And at the end of the day, we can get trapped in those pieces of ourselves, you know, that identity. And then when it's time to change or when something happens to you or you lose your voice and you can't talk like things like that. And then you go, oh my gosh, who am I going to be if I can't be that person anymore? So that can put you into kind of a tailspin. So I, I realize that yes, while you are an incredibly like multidimensional person who has all of these incredible gifts to share with people at the end of the day, you are exactly what you just said. You help people feel at peace with themselves. It's amazing. Thanks, Nicole. <laughs> okay, we're done. Mission accomplished. I'm it's out. It's wrapped. Boom. Um, so, okay. <laughs> so, you know, I think the point is that people are going to learn about you as they listen to the episodes that you release in the Healing Grove podcast. And they're going to learn from you by joining your community by, uh, you know, reading the books you've written or the playbook, which we're going to talk about too tonight. But um, it's going to be an evolving process and people are going to get from you what they need. But hey, for all of you listening, <laughs> just know that Kristen is always going to be there for you and she is not going to let you down. Now back to you, Kristen. <laughs> well, thanks, Nicole. <laughs> So I, I want to say one thing about the healing growth that um, I think is maybe confusing. Like people often at the very beginning, when I said, I'm going to call it the healing grove, I had some people who were like, well, isn't a grove kind of like a swamp, <laughs> like, yeah, isn't like kind of a lot of mud and darkness, and <laughs> dankness, it's like not that, not that kind of grove. Like I'm thinking of like, we were talking about aspens earlier. Like I'm thinking of like an aspen grove or like an old growth you know, forest made of, you know, ancient maples or oak, right? And I'm thinking about like, just how deep those roots go, and how, how it becomes its own ecosystem, where there's like this sort of composting happening at all times with like the dead leaves and the fallen limbs, and they're all getting kind of eaten by the worms, and it all kind of goes together. And you walk on the ground, and it's kind of squishy, like, and maybe I'm just sort of hearkening back to my, you know, growing up in California, Northern California, those great redwood forests. But that's what I mean by healing grove, a place where there's a stand together for kind of connection and community and depth and branching out together and learning new things together, tapping into our roots, into the collective wisdom that's present. And so what I wanted to do with the Healing Grove was just bring together all these different, you know, rich resources of people, right? People and their experiences on their journeys, their toolbox that they've been cultivating, and just have a place where they could share 
you know, what they wish everyone could know about health on all limbs of their tree, right? We're more than one limb. We're like a physical limb, but we also have an emotional limb, right? We have like a spiritual limb and a social limb. We have a conceptual limb, you know, that the limb that tells stories, the monkey mind that's like chattering all day, telling us who we're supposed to be and how we're falling short or how, you know, kind of commentating often in an unwelcome tone. You know what I'm talking about? So we have all these different parts to ourselves. And I really wanted to bring speakers and guests and host them in a space where they could kind of chirp like a little bird from a birdhouse, you know, about their thing. And then people could be there together and kind of scramble around these limbs looking for things they could hang on their own tree that would be useful. So that's where the tree metaphor comes from. Yes. And I love the idea. I do love the idea of a grove. And when you do think of an aspen grove, I've been told that they're all one root. It's all connected together underground. I'm not sure if that's accurate, but don't tell me. Well, some trees propagate that propagate that way. Why not aspen? Yeah, right? I think they do. But you know, then then the idea of the healing grove, correct me if I'm wrong, is that there isn't necessarily one teacher who's telling you what the thing is you're taking notes and you're repeating it back. There's guides and mentors that come in and share. And then there's a community or a grove of people <laughs> who are able to support each other in their learning and healing processes. Exactly. Exactly. It's a, it's a community of learning um, peopled with seekers of holistic tools, mindset shifts, transformative practices that can help them potentially take their next step towards healing. And we hold each other lovingly accountable. And that, you know, the podcast is one aspect of the Healing Grove. The Healing Grove is a whole membership. We have a community event every year. There's the workbook or the playbook, as you mentioned. But the podcast is really my way of offering some of the richness here with the world, because we've just been sitting there in our grove, kind of, you know, juggling these things around and learning together in a smaller, small community. But I'm ready to share this with everybody. Oh, you... I think it'd be cool to share why you made the decision to make the podcast public. Yeah. Well, it's going to sound maybe lame because it's one of those moments that it's like, it's like the decision that I made to go to med school or to go to, um, to re do residency as a part-time person, like I had a friend, I'd always thought I was going to do that. And then I went to med school and it like forgot it. My brain got so full of other things. I forgot I was supposed to like do a job share residency. And then my friend, like my last year was just like, Hey, should you and I do a job share residency? And I was like, how did I forget that piece? But yes. So this is the same thing that happened with the healing grove. It's always, I feel a little bit like, where's my intentionality in this life? I'm kind of like bopping from one thing to the next, but but my oldest son recently reminded me that the intention always was to heal the world by sharing all of this. And in the last two years, I've had some family things go on. I had some neck surgery. I had a bunch of, you know, distractors, I would say, from my purpose or maybe offshoots of other purposes that needed my attention. So it was only like a month ago. And I was in California visiting my parents with my oldest. He came with me and we're sitting around and he goes, Mom, tell me about the healing grove. I was like, wait what you want to know about my business and my life, my big baby project. He's like, yeah, I really want to know. So part of me is like holding back going, okay, the criticism's coming. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. Mom, why do you have a real job? Mom, why do you go back to seek patients? So I'm listening with sort of an open mind and I'm telling him. And to my delight and astonishment, this lovely boy said to me, that sounds amazing. Can you just... I'm just curious here, just asking out of curiosity, how many people have access to this right now? 
And I told him we have a small membership, you know, and they're a, a mighty but small force. And, you know, he said, wow, it seems like a lot of really important resources that not enough people are having access to. Have you ever considered a podcast? And it was that like, go to med school and go to residency as a part-time person. I was like, oh my gosh, I have. And it totally flew out of my brain for like two years. So that's how I decided like a month ago that this all was going to get released. Sometimes we need someone who loves us to give us a little push to see things we didn't even see. Sometimes, I would say not sometimes. I would say most of the time, right? Like, and and they don't even have to love us. It can even dislike us. Like it doesn't matter. Sometimes you just need another another human force out there to open your eyes and see things differently. That's amazing. So true. As it turns out, life is a team sport. And it's nice to have people on your team who can reflect back your, you know, potential and also your direction, you know, when you fall off the path a little bit to hold okay. it accountable. So do you have to like be sick and in need of physical healing to listen to the Healing Grove podcast? Absolutely not, Nicole. Anybody can anybody with ears who can hear can listen to the podcast, the podcast, the podcast. <laughs> The healing wrong hey. Yeah, anybody can listen. <laughs> and I think anybody might find something of value. I mean, I'll I'll be honest. I I I have a lot of people who are similar to me, people who are in their 40s, 50s, 60s, who are, you know, have had either had an illness themselves or are dealing with a child who has a chronic condition. Um, I have a lot of autistic moms in my audience, and we all are learning, you know, the, the tools that are needed for all these different sort of mystery illnesses are all very basic and similar, right? And they require all five limbs. Um, but recently I shared one of the videos. I was looking for someone to help me with editing the video, and I shared it with um, a teenager who I love, who um, I was considering hiring. I was like, what do you think about this? Here's the task. You got to watch this whole video and you got to kind of break it into chapters and you got to take some excerpts out. You got to make some Instagram reels, which I just learned existed from my oldest son a month ago. And uh, yeah, it's a steep learning curve, but she was like, yeah, I'll, I'll take, I'll check this out. So after doing this, she spent a few hours like going through the video and she goes, mama, she calls me mama. She's like, mama, I didn't think this was actually going to be fun. Honestly, I thought it was going to be like a bunch of old white women's talking around, talking about their like, wow, you know, <laughs> <laughs> whatever, you know, essential oils or something. She's like, I learned a ton. It took me so long. So I was taking notes. I was like, Oh my God, I love oh. you. So yeah, I wow. think there's a lot here. That was actually the Liz Stanley talk that's coming down. That'll be released this first year. But, um, and yeah, I think there's a lot here. I think they're very accessible. You know, I'm all about what are simple tools that are accessible to everyone, regardless of background or literacy level or ability to pay, or even like, you know, kind of spiritual, you know, whatever level of spiritual development. Like these aren't all tools that are just one audience can access, right? I really try to make them accessible and make them things that aren't going to hurt anybody. Like there's sort of things you could try that aren't going to kill you. That could potentially be the thing that transforms your journey to wellness. Plus knowing you, they're going to be somewhat entertaining. <laughs> You're the interviewer, right? Yeah. Or are you? Yes. Yeah. 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 I'm the interviewer mm -hmm. for all, but this one, although well, I want to get you, I need to get, figure out, you know, where I, so 
everyone should know, this is me making a promise for later. Nicole DeBoom is going to be a future speaker in the Healing Grove. We just have to figure out like, she has so many things herself, which is the thing, right? Which is her accessible tool. Well, and I think that is a common thing for everybody listening is that just know you are not the only one who feels broken at times or has felt broken in your life that they're all of us do in certain ways at certain times, physically, emotionally, mentally, whatever it is. So I, I can't wait to hear every single one of your episodes. Oh my gosh. It's going right to the top of my podcast library. Um, well, on that note, what can people expect? Like how often are these going to come out? Do you have any kind of calendar or, you know, guidelines? Yes. So we have some general goals, one of which was to launch this three weeks ago. So that didn't happen. So that's just to point <laughs> and see that it, it may not be as on schedule as hoped for. However, I think we're on track to launching it um, by the first week of October, if not before. And that's 2022 for those in the distant future who are listening back. And <laughs> ideally, we're going to pop out one a week. I mean, it shouldn't be that hard because we have, you know, at least 60, 65, you know, interviews already recorded. It's just a matter of like splicing and dicing and reeling and dealing, you know, all those things that have to happen to make it kind of appear magically on people's phones the way they want to see it. Yes. Yes. Um, I do think maybe there's a quick note about format and the beauty of imperfection. Um, we had talked a little bit about how these are not highly produced, like, you know, live from NBC in New York, you know, these are real people and you're a real person. And sometimes there's interruptions. And I mean, heck, just right when we started talking, the local construction crew decided to re-asphalt my alleyway. So you <laughs> may, and my dog is chewing a bone below me and there's, you know, weird stuff happens. This is our real life. So do you want to, you know, make any comment on, on the beauty of imperfection here? <laughs> I'm Kristen Ryman. I approve of that at message. That was exactly, I mean, I think we made it, we made a decision early on, we being me, that I wasn't going to be too fussy about it. Cause I just, first of all, I don't have the technological skills to be that fussy with it. Second of all, I just am not that fussy in my, in my regular life. And I didn't want to show up as someone I'm not. So are there going to be some glossy reels? Hopefully that's the plan. <laughs> are there, are they going to be maybe blurry sometimes and the dog barking in the background? Probably. And you know, that's, I guess my excuse is there's your permission to be, to show up as you are, right? I try to make it easy on the ears. I try to make it as clean as I can. And ultimately like we're all just humans doing the best we can and trying to love ourselves and one another in the process. Oh, I love it. I love it. All right, Kristen. Um, if you could leave our listeners, Oh wait, that's my final question from my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to use it on you for your podcast. And then if you want to add anything to this, you can, if you can leave our listeners with one final piece of advice, one little nugget to help them run their worlds in a bigger and better way, what would it be? Um, listen to Nicole, the booms podcast. <laughs> <laughs> And then while you're there, check out the Healing Grove podcast. No, seriously, I think the I think the message is this. We're surrounded by options, right? We're surrounded by options. And sometimes we beat ourselves up for not doing them all. 
I mean, let's be honest. Often we beat ourselves up for not doing them all. Forget that. Let yourself lean into what you love or to what is makes you kind of fascinated and what you're curious about. And if you're two minutes into a podcast, mine or anybody's, and you don't love it, and something else is calling you, love yourself as you gently turn away and turn it off and go out and do the thing you really want to do. <laughs> and everyone's still here. If they're here, they're here. If they're not, the, the world's a better place because they're actually doing what they want to be doing. You know, this podcast isn't for everybody. And you'll decide for yourself whether it's for you. And I really want to be surrounded by people who are living their soul's purpose and doing what they love and doing it in the healthiest way possible, which is why my little aspect of this mission is to bring health information and hopefully um, invoke some health empowerment in a holistic way. But, you know, if that's not your bag, baby, that's not your bag. No hard feelings. And that's why you do what you do. You are amazing. Anything else you want to share before we wrap this amazing intro episode? Well, I just want to thank Nicole DeBoom because I couldn't imagine a better person to introduce this than someone with your podcast creds. And if people want to work with her or see more about what she's up to, NicoleDeBoom.com, right? Yeah. Nicole-D-E-B-O-O-M. Oh, yeah. O-M. Yeah. And she's doing some cool stuff. Thank you. She is. She really is. And you know what? At the end of the day, we all are. Even when we feel like we're doing nothing, something is happening. It's building, you're resting, you're recharging. Who knows what it is? But uh, I think that when we all come together in this sort of concept of a grove like you've created, um, we can do even better, bigger, better, more important, more nourishing things for the world. So thank you, Kristen. Yeah. Thank you, Nicole. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Healing Grove podcast. If you liked it, please be sure to like and subscribe. And if you want to deepen your experience further, consider grabbing a copy of the Healing Grove playbook. With journal prompts for this podcast and 41 others, it's the perfect place to record your learnings, keep track of the tools you explore, and reflect on your own experience. Finally, it's important to mention that even though I am a doctor, nothing you hear on this podcast, whether from myself or my guests, constitutes medical advice. Any intervention you try should always be discussed with and supervised by a trusted member of your own healing team. Thanks for listening and see you next time in the Healing Grove.